listening to The Defiant Ones, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of Defy. Hey, welcome back to The Defiant Ones. This is the first in-person Defiant Ones interview ever. Uh, This is something that started during the pandemic. Obviously, uh, those things meant that we had to start recording via Zoom. Uh, We've done a ton of episodes. We actually talked with this guy here via uh, Zoom from his his luxurious bus over on the East Coast. And uh, it's really cool to be here at a sold out defy show at washington hall you're welcome for that by the way there you go and uh my my guest here for the first ever live in-person defiant ones is uh the baddest motherfucker in pro wrestling shaft welcome back dude thank you sir thank you for having me so uh last time we saw you you were in in a bus over on the east coast is that still where you're living yes it is i don't know how i'm gonna Oh, I gotta hold this thing. Okay, yeah. just, <laughs> I don't know how else to hold this thing, but yeah, no. So I still do live in East Tennessee. Yep. I'm still doing the tiny home living. Still living in the house I built um, with my bare hands. And yeah, that's it, man. Still just doing it, living large. Dude, that's so tiny. Has it? Uh, I mean, you, we were talking about how you know, like that was kind of like right as you first started living in that. Uh, it's probably been what, like a year or more now. Yeah, I've, I've I've been in it now. So I moved in. Uh, I mean, I started building it uh, in 2020, um, pretty much in April. Yeah, and I moved in. Uh, let's say probably around October mm-hmm. of 2020. So we're narrowing in on two years living inside of a school bus. So I'm used to it now. So when you live in a school bus, um, or do you do you have it parked out on like a lot? Do you have to pay rent for like a lot? Or no, no, no. My family has land out there oh, in East cool. Tennessee. Yeah. So we have, we have the compound. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've parked it on a few different places. A buddy let me park it at his place for a little while. Um, I've parked it at my brother's house, yeah. parked it at my mom's house. So I've been, I mean, bouncing around. I mean, it's not like in their driveway. I mean, at one point it was in someone's driveway, but now it's not i've got my own little cordoned off section um in so i mean we can get real crazy with it but yeah my brother he also built a house wow and uh he started building his house a couple years ago Mm -hmm. on a little piece of land my mom kind of let him have and so he was doing that for a while and then he was like i'm gonna buy my own land yeah and so he built his own land or he bought his own land right around the time i was building my house and, you know, I was trying to figure out where to park mine. And he was like, well, I bought this land. He goes, I'm going to move my house. So we, we put his house on a trailer. Wow. And we pulled it with my mom's husband's F-350 about a mile down the road. God damn. And we dropped his house off. And then once we did that, that cleared up that spot of land at my mom's. And so I pulled over. I, you know, I, I ended up putting a new pole in and uh, water spigot and stuff like that just so that I have permanent power and, yeah. and water and stuff like that for the bus. So I don't have to worry about, like, you know, filling up my tank yeah. and having solar or anything like that. I just got power. And, but, yeah, that's where I am now. I love that sentence. We dropped his house off, you know. So we dropped his house off. <laughs> yeah. No, that's no, we great. did. We, we legit, like. Oh, hi. Hello. Uh, <laughs> we are live not on live, the Defiant. Not live. We're, we're pre-recording. We're pre-recording it, but we, we're, we're recording live. 
So, uh, okay, right on, man. Well, uh, so is, what, like, what inspired this? Was this something that you had been interested in? Because like, there's like a whole culture of like tiny home living, and like I see documentaries on it. Mm-hmm. There's like magazines, books. Is this something you had been following and something you kind of planned on, or was it just happenstance? Let's just go with it. Um, a little column A, a little column B. Just some personal stuff was going on around that time. Yeah. Uh, I was you know, a little... A little sad. Sure. And, uh, you know, it just kind of all fell into place. And now, you know what I mean? I'm doing it. And yeah. I don't intend on changing. I'll pro- Realistically, I don't know how much longer I'm going to do the tiny house thing. I, I definitely think I'm going to have um, – I think I'm going to build a house next. I think that's my next goal. I'm going to get some land. I really want to do, like, the off-grid homestead thing. You know, I like just – I like being me, being left alone. Yeah. Man. I don't like the – I don't want to be in a city. I don't want to. I want to have like some land. I want to be tucked away and sure. just do my own thing. So, I feel like I'm drinking a lot. Well, yeah, we're drinking Liquid Death here. You know, sponsored by Liquid Death. So, uh, but uh, so the last time we talked, there was really no wrestling going on, at least for Divide. But we've been back at it for a while now. This is uh, sold out here at Washington Hall today. And uh, how have you been feeling about you know getting back into Defy and getting back into the rhythm of of you know headlining matches, doing solid matches at Defy? Headlining matches, headlining shows. Headlining shows. I mean, I'm not gonna like bullshit around, man. I'm I, I've been the guy here. Mm-hmm. Like pandemic came back, champion wasn't even here. Main event and shows, it was me. I was doing shows against these guys. They'd come in, you know, and it was me versus whoever it was, Lance Archer, Hammerstone, and Calvin Tankman, or, or whoever. You know what I mean? Like whatever I've been doing since then, John Moxley. You know, like I've been. I've been the guy here. I'm not going to, you know, sit here and be humble about it because I don't want to fucking be humble. Sure. I, I've, I've, I've busted my ass to get here, and I'm, I'm really proud of myself and what I've been able to do and, um, you know, where I've come. And I'm excited to see where we keep going, especially now, you know, live on Pluto TV. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm really excited to see where all this goes, and I'm really proud of, like, myself. I'm proud of Defy. I'm proud of all of this stuff. So, yeah, I, I'm – it's good. It feels good, man. That's the only way I can say it. It's, uh, you know, I'm just coming up with this, but, you know, it seems like, you know, we bring someone like an Eddie Kingston or like a Moxley and, and like they, they're up against you. So it's like, it's almost like you're the measuring stick for Defy. Like, oh, you think you're something? Go up against Shaft. You know, you welcome to Defy. You're like the guy to welcome them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, like I'm, I'm the guy who is from here, mm-hmm. like actually from here. Yep. I'm the guy who stayed here longer than anybody stayed here and, and helped grow this to what it is, you know, and I'm not going to, you know, no matter who it is, whether it's, you know, Darby or Swerve or whatever, or, like I was here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I may not have been here from day one, but that's just because I wasn't here yet. I, I didn't move back, you know, but I've lived, I lived here for 10 years of my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? My entire adult life I basically spent in the Northwest. And so, you know, this is, this is where I'm from. This is my home company and it always will be like, yeah. this is, this is where I belong. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, me- measuring stick or whatever. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not a gatekeeper. I'm not anything. I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the whole fucking show, you know, the baddest motherfucker in pro wrestling. Available now at the merch table. DefyWrestling.com. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like, you know, I, I don't know if I'd say, say that, but I definitely think that I'm, you know, I mean, who else, you know? 
Name someone. I don't know. So how are you feeling about this uh, this championship situation? Obviously, of course, we have an interim champion. Uh-huh. Uh, our champion has not returned. Uh, you know, obviously, Ravenous Randy is still the champ, but then we have an interim champion, uh, Christopher Daniels. How are you feeling about this situation in Defy right now? <sighs> Tell us the truth here, Jeff. God. Buddy, I- I'm just going to say it, man. Why the hell I was never given a, a title match, like, I think it's kind of ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous that Daniels has the belt. Um, what the hell are these people doing? Recording in progress. Recording in progress. Well, yeah, so as far as the championship situation goes, um, you know, I never, I mean, I never got challenged for the belt again. I still haven't challenged for the belt again. Um, I don't, I mean, I, God, what do I think? I think, I think it is a kind of ridiculous. Like I said, I, I mean, I've been the guy here main eventing these shows without a damn belt. You know what I mean? And of course, I don't need it, but like, I want it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's just the fact. I want it. Uh, this, th- this business isn't, you know, it's not built around like, it's built around belts, man. It's, it's what it is. If you've got the belt, you're the fucking guy. And that's what I want. I want the fucking belt. And I'm not going to pretend like I don't. Every company I'm at, I want the belt because I know I can get it. I know I can earn it. And I know that I am championship material. That's not like a, I know that that's where I'm meant to be in this business. I'm not some motherfucker who's just going to bullshit on the undercard. I am the fucking show. And so uh, it, it does get a little frustrating, you know what I mean, when you don't get to re- you know, challenge for it. At this point, I know at some point it's it's going to come down to two things. And and I prefer to be honest with you. I'd prefer to wrestle Randy for that belt. I would really prefer that. Um, I don't want to break his little heart when he comes back and, you know, wrestles Daniels and probably wins. And then I beat him for it. That's going to suck for him. But uh, I, I have a feeling that's where we're headed with this, but if they put me against Daniels, I mean, then I'll win. And then when Randy comes back, he can challenge me and lose. Like it's, it's, it is what it is, but I do think, you know, it's, 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 it's inevitable, right? It's inevitable. So. All right. Well, it sounds like you're got Thanos mode here. Like I am inevitable, right? So dude. So, okay. Um, you're, you're, you're come you know, coming back out of the pandemic, you've just been killing it, and and you know you're you're obviously up there. And you were talking about how it's inevitable that you know you you're going to be the champion. Those are your words, not mine, but I will just put that out there. So, um, what have been some of your favorite matches here at Defy since um, the return? Oh man, well John Moxley has to be my yeah. favorite. You know what I mean? I got to like, wrestle a guy that I was like I was in the Navy. You know, I'm watching that guy WWE champion. I'm watching him on TV. Yeah. So I mean, dude, like. Duh. Yeah. Okay. Um, other than that, getting to tag with Eddie, um, I would have liked to have wrestled Eddie, but to be honest with you, it's, I think it's kind of fucking cool to be tag team partners with him. So yeah. I think that was a fun match. I really enjoyed that one last time. Um, yeah. What else have I done? A lot of stuff. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't remember everything. You said you had a triple threat with Hammerstone and Tankman? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's Hammerstone. Oh, joy. That's another inevitable, me and him wrestling. Jesus, God. But, uh, you know, I, man, like, I, I, they've, they've all been fun. Yeah. Lance Archer, you know what I mean? Even though I didn't win that one, that was still that was still an enjoyable match, even though, you know, maybe we could run that one yeah. back. Um, another one I'd like to run back is Jonah. Maybe we'll go over there to Old Progress. I know James is up there somewhere, yeah. if you're watching James. Uh, you know, I think that would be a great one to run back. Um 
you know, I, I've I've had a lot of fun, and I've 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 really enjoyed doing what I get to do here at Defy. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, what else, man? Who so, else? Who else? Who, who else have I wrestled? All of them. So <laughs> it's it's huge that you know tonight here in Defy, uh, this is going live, dude. Pluto TV. We got a whole crew here. This is kind of monumental. It's that's got to be something pretty cool for you. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I, well, I think it's cool for everybody. Yeah. I think everybody's probably really excited about what we're doing tonight because, I mean, the high has never streamed live yeah. any service at all. This yeah. has always just been a pre-recorded thing. You know, yeah. the only people that get to experience it live are the people in the building, and mm-hmm. so now we get to take that and we get to present it to everybody around the world. And I think, I think that's going to be something special. I think it's going to be great for me. Yeah, because I get I, I get to show people. Shaft in the element yep. in my element this is this is where i belong this is my, like this is my building like this is where i became me and you get to experience that now you know so for me i'm really excited i know a lot of the fans are excited and i know you know jim yep. annie matt i know everybody's excited so that's awesome man okay so here's a kind of a left field question for you so you know i do a heavy metal radio show you i've seen you wearing gojira t-shirts you come out to hate breed sometimes you know you, know, you switch up the music here and or it used to be a hate breed now it's motley crew is that right oh yeah i've i've had a bunch of different music man but it, obviously it, a heavy metal fan yeah. so for you what's your mount rushmore of metal for your four favorite metal bands of all time and I'm putting him right on the fucking spot. Okay, um, it's gonna, it's gonna. There's gonna be some older bands, sure. Like, and, and, and some of them people are gonna be what? Um, I gotta do, and you gotta do Metallica. Yeah. Um, Iron Maiden. Yes. Um, gosh, Metallica, Iron Maiden. Um, I'm gonna do Ozzy. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know if you want to include Black Sabbath in there, but I'm gonna do Ozzy, and then. Oh man, this is on the spot. Um, I don't know. Do we just like something, something out of left field, just like super random that I listen to a lot? Sure. Like, it's new. up to you, man. Something you love. Something that's on all my. I'm gonna do. I'll do Kill Switch Engage. Yeah. I'll do Kill Switch. I love Kill Switch Engage. I'll do that. That's like more of my like modern yeah. classic that I really love as far as metal goes. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. So, so you know, what got you into this music? Um, you know, was it Headbangers Ball? Was it a cooler older brother that handed you a CD? Or no? Or how'd you get into it? Um, combination of you know, my dad used to listen to some hard rock sure. or heavy metal. You know, I, I remember listening. <laughs> like, I remember. My dad had like a Godsmack CD. Okay, and I thought yeah. that was the coolest thing ever. And then, you know, uh, Disturbed. But I didn't really get into like metal until high school. Mm-hmm. And then it was Metallica. Yep. And then it was like, I went straight to Metallica. No worries? No, you are worried. Um, so you but went straight to Metallica? I went straight to Metallica, man. I, 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 that was, you know, and they were kind of, you know, I think that, that white album or whatever dropped around like Death Magnetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I, I, I listened to that a bit and then I started getting into like all the older stuff, the Master of Puppets yeah. and, and, and all that stuff. So I, I really enjoyed that. And I kind of burnt myself out on it, sure, if I'm being sure, honest. Sure. A lot of it sounds the same. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, I burnt myself out on it. But recently, and me and a buddy, we got really big into watching live Metallica concerts yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. So me and him will just sit around and we'll just put Metallica on TV. Yeah. And we'll watch like, you know, Metallica concerts. So uh, 
that was kind of the intro. And then once I got into high school, um, I kind of started getting into like more modern metal and Mm -hmm. like the first modern metal Alexis on fire. Yeah. Uh, I used to listen to them like crazy Mm -hmm. and then they're coming out with a new album. Are they? Yeah. I, I saw that they had that familiar drugs song mm-hmm. dropped. Yeah. And I was like, man, I was like, that's pretty coming good. Coming back, dude. That was pretty good. Uh, and then, so, and then hilariously enough, I was really big in high school into Every Time I Die. Oh, yeah. Which is really funny. Shout out to the butcher. To the butcher. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, me and, me and my buddy used to just, like, listen to that like crazy. And then one day, I was like, I was just sitting around and uh, he followed me on Instagram. And I followed him back, and, and I was just like, you know, just doom scrolling through his sure. profile or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. And I realized he's the guitarist yeah. for every time I die. And I texted him, but I'm like, holy fuck, dude. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, dude, look at look at this. And yeah. he was he he shit himself. He's like, this is this is the weirdest thing. He's like, you in pro wrestling. He's like, I can't do this anymore. And then once I wrestled John Moxley, he had a meltdown. But but yeah, it was it was dude, it was nuts, man. That was a really cool moment for me because I was like, listen, to this dude in high school. That guy's living the cool life, man. Gets gets to play in like an iconic band that has such a great solid underground following, and then he gets to be you know a, a big wrestler every every week on TV. You know, like that's. That's the kid fantasy for it's Chris Jericho too, obviously. Absolutely, so, yeah. That dude, not only that, but he just looks like some mean old dude that just wants to yell at you for getting off his yeah. yard. Like he's got that look, just like ah, get the fuck off my yard. So if if someone were to come to you and be like, dude, I'm gonna write a record, I want you to sing on it, and whether or not you know you, you're confident in your vocal ability or whatever, say say okay, cool. What would you want the band to sound like? With Shaft on vocals, dude. We've always had this joke, me and my buddy. We're uh, it's gonna be a uh, like a thrash punk band. Cool. It's gonna be called Sister Fister. Okay, Sister. Shout out Sister Fister, dude. It's gonna be called Sister Fister. Okay. And um, we've got you know obviously you know the self you know titled track Sister Fister, mm-hmm. and then um, there's also the other one Vaginal Flatulence. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's another song. We've, we've sat around and talked about this. So, uh, that's Sister a- Fister, uh, Fozzie, Every Time I Die, God's Hate Tour, yep. uh, 2023. <laughs> Dude, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that The pits would be intense. Right on, man. So, you know, w- w- if you want the backstory with Shaf about his wrestling career and everything, go back about a year and a half ago on the Defy Patreon. Um, and I didn't want to go over all of that here because, you know, you already have the access to that if you're a, a patron here. Um, but, you know, coming back to, you know, the Defy, coming back to Washington Hall, it's been incredible to see, you know, you rise back from this, you know, the the pause we had on everything. So I have to ask you again, what does the Defiance mean to you, Shaf? Well, I appreciate them. I do. I really do. I, 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 this, what we have here in this building, in this environment, you know, you look and you'll see people like, oh, you need a new venue. Oh, fuck that, man. We don't need a new venue. This is the venue. Mm-hmm. This is where we belong. Like this environment, these people, every, you know, every month, this is, this is the defiance, you know? So, you know, it, it's, it's something that I am grateful for. I, I do appreciate, you know, and fuck, dude, I'm going to be here until I'm done. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, that's the God's honest truth. I'm going to be here until I'm done or until they're done with me. And even when they are done with me, fuck you. I'm still going to be here. Until the wheels fall off. Shaft, man. The wheels fall off. So, okay, my last question here for you. If you can show us, please do. But if not, uh, just tell us. Pick a scar on your body and show, tell us the story of how you got it. 
a scar on my body. Yep. Um, Jesus, what a wild question. Um, uh, God, what eye is it? Is it this eye? Is there a little scar like right in the? Is it this? Oh eye? yeah. Is it this right one there. right yeah. inside yeah. here? So when I was uh, ten. Probably like 10, maybe. Mm-hmm. My little brother, I was laying on the ground. I remember this shit like it was yesterday. I was laying on the ground. I was watching Saturday Night Live. It was a Chris Farley skit. Okay. In the middle of the skit, Chris Farley gets his arms ripped off. It's like something wild. He okay. gets his arms ripped off. Yeah. I don't remember exactly the skit. Um, sure. But that is a real one. Yeah. And uh, I was laying on the ground watching television. And my little brother walked up behind me. And he was big into model cars at the time. And so he had this little thing, and my dad put it on the lanyard so he could wear it around his neck when he was working on his cars. And he mm-hmm. took it, and his little ass was whipping it around, and he saw me sitting there just, bam, dude, and hit the little artery right there. Blood was going everywhere. I almost lost my eye. Jesus. So, yeah, it was nuts. It was crazy. Thanks, Cause brother. Because it, it, was, it was, you know, this was when I was like 10. Yeah. So it's up here now. It was actually a lot closer to my eyeball. It was, you know. Jesus. And ended up gluing it shut, so. Uh, that was a fun one. You know, I got other ones, man. I, I used to tell a wild story about killing a bear when I was like 10. It wasn't real, but I used to tell people that. So okay. I got the scars when I was like 10. So. Sure. But uh, yeah, man, I got. That's probably my coolest one. My little brother almost cut my eye out. All right, man. Well, we well we heard the goal, which is to be the champ again. So uh, yeah, man. What's the next? What's 2022? Uh, what's the rest of the year look like for you, man? What are your goals for 2022? I want to just continue doing what I do. That's what it is. I'm going to keep doing what I do. That's coming here, doing my thing here, doing it all over the country. I'm going to take it international. I'm, yep. do, I'm doing it. I, I, whether or not it happens this year or not, I don't know. But but Chaff is going overseas. I want to continue to grow this career and just keep doing the best I can do. I don't really give a fuck where it goes. I, I'm happy I'm here. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, that's it, man. I'm here and I enjoy it here. And if this is where I'm meant to be, this is where I'm meant to be, and I'm not going to bitch and moan about it because I fucking love it. That's awesome. Shaf on the Defiant Ones. Thanks, man. Life at your-